tuned into American Rap Magazine and you know we got a couple of things that we want to share with you you know get your opinion on you know because I I mean I totally have some issues what's going on with the culture right now I don't know if you've seen it I know everybody else has seen it I mean if you haven't seen it it's definitely your head's under a rock because you can't escape this junk it's like when Trump was president like you right. could not ignore the fact that this topic is all over social media. So yeah. I just, I really need to bring that to the forefront. So uh, Kanye versus Kim. Mm. Kanye. And and notice I said Kanye versus Kim. Versus Kim, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, who, who, who thought we, we would be here right now? Talking about this, even, it, we knew, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of felt like it was coming some years ago. Really? Why? I did. I she aired this man business out. I don't think he wanted it out like that. As far as like you know, his 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 uh, mental, mental health and mental all issues that issues and everything like that. I don't know. Well, you you think that her her new facade uh, and let me not say facade in a facetious way, but her new persona, mate, if if you will, her new persona as an activist. You don't think that that doesn't cater to her new narrative as an activist, sharing about her personal struggles with her husband's mental illness. Like, why wouldn't she bring it up? Right, right. I mean, that's her whole brand. She lives her life on, in the public. Right. So why wouldn't she bring it up? You see what I'm saying? But you saying that that probably deaded the whole situation? I, I believe so. It probably had, it probably had some other issues, issues too, but I'm like, yo, who knew? And then... It's like, damn, how you with somebody else already? Well, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother time. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's like Kim just like, yo, fuck it. Like, like, yeah. I mean, but how long have they been separated? I mean, I mean, there's we, so many layers that we can get into this. We right, can get right. into the whole if you're separated, should you already start looking into other situations? Or is separation meaning I need space? Mm-hmm. So I mean, to, for real, since we since you touched it, you know, people are married, they get separated. Yeah. What does separation mean in marriage for men? From a male perspective, what does that mean? A separation means I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. So that so why separate? Why not just get divorced then? Right, right, right. Because because to me, it, separation means let's get some space because we're being toxic right now. Uh huh. Let's get our heads together because uh-huh. the concept here is we're supposed to get back together, but people take separation completely different. So why wouldn't she end up with a boyfriend right after they got divorced? Damn, she was she was freaking hanging with the dude before they even got divorced. Yo, that's crazy. Both of them had other side pieces before the divorce was even final. So you think that was it? That was it, right? They, I think, like, I, they already was rocking, I right? think. I think once you say separated, <laughs> people get this idea that that means it's, I'm free. But I don't, think that's the, I don't think that's the true meaning of separation when it comes to being separated in marriage. Mm. But now we here now. He, he killing them on Twitter, <laughs> uh, Instagram, and... 
what's wrong? I mean, I, I nah, can, nah, I can finish understand. that statement. Finish that statement. You just said, what's wrong with? <laughs> you was about to say, what's wrong with Kanye? Yeah, was you not about to say that? Yeah, I, yeah. But does that have anything to do with his kids? Like, is she like being funny with his kids? Like, what? Like, what's going on? And, well, and, I'm just, you know, what's and the funny? The whole D L Ugly thing, how he coming at him? I, I don't. Well, one first and foremost, I think. Anybody who's saying what's wrong with Kanye is a buster for right now. Let me tell you why. The reason why is Kanye always been this guy. He's always said outrageous, out of order, out of out of pocket things. He's never been a guy who's not said exactly what's on his mind. You fly left. You're right. You're right. So why are we surprised that he's when it comes to his latest situation that he's not going to say exactly what's on his mind? I think. When you have emotion involved in mm-hmm. it, I think it's a little different. Okay. What are you talking about emotion? You telling me when this he said his... when he said in the interview, I am a God, that wasn't emotional? When he had that whole moment in that interview where he was saying, I am a God, and people threw their hands up like, this guy's crazy. That right. wasn't an emotional statement? I mean, probably in his own sense. So what makes this? I don't. I don't. So I don't feel like that. Emotional. I don't feel like that was any anything emotional. I think that was more ego. Like, <laughs> I am. A, I am a god. Like, yeah, you, your beast is dope. You put out good music, but what else do you do that make you a god? So it was to me. It was all right, my man. <laughs> like for real. Like come on, dog. Like for real. But with the with the with the Kim Kardashian uh, Kim Kardashian thing, it's more like. Used to love, not used to, but I'm. I believe you still love this lady. Mm-hmm. You got children with this lady, and now it's all out there. And you saying Kim started that? I don't know who started it. You yeah, you did. You said that Kim started it with okay, Aaron so his Kim, mental so, me, mental his Aaron his mental health issues, mm-hmm. and then Kanye goes, okay, well it's out there then. And then what's the name of that album? Uh, I love being bi- or it had the quote on it. I love being bipolar, or mm-hmm. I hate being bipolar. It's awesome, right, or something right. like that. Because okay. as soon as she made that comment, that was the phrase on top of that album. Okay, so he ran with that. He's always gonna run with he, it. He ran with Kanye it because it was controversy. Kanye is <laughs> gonna be Kanye all day, every day. He don't care. He does not care whatsoever. Mm. He don't care what anybody's gonna say to him. Wow. I mean, you're in disbelief. What? Talk to me. What? What a part of this makes you just kind of like sit back and be like, I can't understand what's happening. Well, that's the energy you're giving the, me right I, now. Yeah, because the way, because the way I'm looking at, it, I'm like, yo, this guy is emotional. And then for other people to come in, like, you know, I guess the, I'm not sure what DL Ugly actually said to him, but I'm like, yo, I'm like, bro, like. Mind your motherfucking business, dog. Like you don't know what's going on, going on behind the scenes. You don't know what's going on in Kanye's mm-hmm. head. Right. This could be one of the maybe we don't know who actually who who actually agreed to to divorce mm. in the beginning. Like this, it, it goes so much deeper than just what's on the surface. Because so, you know that's what we see. We only see what's on the surface. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what what went on behind the scenes. Right. So. I, that's why I called it emotional. And then for him to rant on Twitter or Instagram or the, whatever he was doing mm-hmm. on social media, it just made it that much more like a huge explosion for Kanye. And it's like, okay, 
Now what? <laughs> I I I I hear you, but here's my thing. Once you're a celebrity, right? The only way you getting paid off of is your notoriety, how many people know you, and how big your brand is. So as soon as you put something out there in the Twitter world, you know, in the Twitterverse, on Instagram, out there for the public to see, it's automatically meant it's it's automatically gonna get judged. There's there's no way to get out out of that. Once you become a celebrity, I mean, first off, your wife, her entire career mm-hmm. is not based off of talent. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna just be real clear with that. I don't care what kind of backlash comes to me as as years progress. I'm gonna say it here right now. Kim doesn't have not one ounce of talent. What she does know how to do is capitalize on people watching her, mm-hmm. and she takes that, flips it into something, monetizes it, makes, makes that money, money yep. gets that bag. Yep. Your your wife's whole career is based off of eyes on her. If eyes are not on her, she makes no money. That's just how that rolls. Mm. Same, same, same scenario with Kanye. If we're not all looking at him to see what he's going to do next, will we actually go stream Donda 2? Are we going to are you going to buy that STEM player just to listen to Donda 2? If you're a Kanye fan, well, yes. 30 million dollars says yes. <laughs> <laughs> You a Kanye fan. So, I mean, D.L. Hughley, to be fair and honest with you, and I love D.L. Hughley. Don't get me wrong. One of my favorite comics, right? I love Kings of Comedy. Diehard fan. Mm -hmm. I actually follow him on Instagram. But a great comic. But let's be real. Your brand is not big as Kim and Kanye, and you just like the rest of us commenting on what's happening. You you a consumer too, bro. But, But you know what happens. What? When you're put out there, when you put yourself out there, and mm-hmm. you're that on that level, guess what it does to your brand? What to Hughley or Kanye? Hughley. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because he's not as big as them. Right. His brand isn't as big. I mean, he has a show where he is now a commentator. He's not even taking comic gigs like that anymore. So right now, you've you've become the Joe Budden of comedy. Right. He's doing <laughs> matter. Of, He's doing uh, Funny Bone. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, dude, you you commented just like the rest of us. You watching it just like, listen, get your popcorn and relax, Unc. Get your popcorn and relax. I don't, oh, even, know, no. I don't even know why everybody's so upset. Get your popcorn. But it, it was the hype. It's the hype behind it. Yeah. So that's why it's so big. Well, let me tell you. This nonsense that got to the point where Kanye done got kicked off of Instagram for 24 hours. Okay, but is what he doing harassment? Would you say it's harassment for real, though? I believe that. I think that he's actually. He's going too far? No, he's defending himself. And then he's putting insults with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Who wouldn't do that? Okay, but here's here's the crazy part. Okay, this is the part where it gets a little crazy. You're defending yourself to the blow that nobody saw was thrown. Like, nobody saw you got hit. And now you're defending. So you you're defending yourself, but we ain't see the hit though. <laughs> we ain't see the hit though. We ain't see what Kim did to you for you to for you to go wild on her on Instagram. Well, apparently, Instagram said, uh-uh. <laughs> "You're violating, brother. You're I violating." Know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, do you live your public life? I mean, do you live your private life in public? 
do you put all your business like that on Instagram? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, because you're an artist. You're an artist. You have to. You have to allow fans to get to know you to a certain extent. To a certain extent. In order for you to really connect, be relatable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's the era we in now, too. Though. No, Where, it's not. Yeah. No, that's always been it. That's when, always when, been it. But okay, so there's certain artists from the early 2000s, you know, where you you barely seen these guys. So when so when there was they were seen or they were it was a concert, it was like it was supernatural. It was a it was a great I'm, okay. You know, it was a, it was great. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just oh, I just seen him on Instagram or I seen him on Twitter okay. or I seen him okay, on whatever. You. You, you see what I'm saying? So it was to so so to in this in this day and age is is more like yeah. I, okay. need, I need to do this so, because okay, so I need my fan base so, to grow. So we're getting away from that hero worship fandom. Right. Like the Michael Jackson fallout. Oh, okay. I'm with you. you. Know what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah, because legit, he look in your cor- in your direction and you. And you pass, pass right out. I don't yeah, know like if you I caught, it, Like you yeah. caught the Holy Ghost or something. Right. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what? I think only icons do that. Right. Because Beyonce can do that to somebody can, at a she, concert. Right. Yeah, and, and and if you notice, speaking of uh, uh, Beyonce, you never see Jay. Well, she's her own. She's truly her own entity, all in in, right. in her own right. Her right. career is completely separate, and it's not because of right. But what I'm saying is, you never seen Jay before, and you still don't see Jay. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So Kanye is in this era in this in this in this world where he has to do certain things. But that brings you back to who his wife is. Right. His wife, she generates off of this. This is this is where she lived. That's why she ain't bothered. Kanye Right, and she's really calm about it. She, yes, it, it she ain't bucking. She ain't nah. going wild. She she lived this life, yo. She like, I've been here before. You know, exactly. matter of fact, I was here yesterday. Exactly. And maybe ten years ago before this. Right. Remember the booty fiasco? Yeah. Is it fake? Right, is it real? Like <laughs> like yo, she had a she got a dope body. Yeah. Man. They dedicated a whole episode to that nonsense. I remember that junk. Yeah. Dedicated a whole episode to that. About whether or not her booty was real, and that was like she was like in tears on the on, on you know during the show because nobody believed that her. Nah, chick, we saw your before pictures when you were Paris Hilton's assistant. Listen, mm. I mean that ain't nothing, but you just got to go far back enough. Tell right. Google to go back 15, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to do. Tell Google what year you want to look at. Two thousand and two. Right. Right. That's a whole different Kim. Do they do they ever take anything down? Once it's in the public sphere, my That's brother, it. it's That's over. It. Once it's in the public sphere, it's over. How you gonna but, take all that down? I don't I'm know. telling you, I, I I dare anybody listening to this. Google that. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton assistant. It looks totally different. Wow, you would have never known. Nah. <laughs> Right? The royal family. Oh man, it's 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 really kind of crazy, but I think it's kind of I think it's I think Kanye West. I think I might have to agree with you on that. I think he is being emotional because he, and I think it's also emotional because he's got four kids with this woman. Right. 
So when you look at it, it's like it's more than just that. So when he coming, mm-hmm. he coming with some force and he coming with some emotion and he coming with some thunder because he like, yo, I want to see my kid. She got a, another dude around my kids? Well, not just that. Pete Davidson, out of all people, not de- he don't look daddy material to me. Listen. That you- fool looks crazy, okay? Cra- straight up crazy. And this and Kanye... Black of the black, black, black of the black. Like he, he's he's right. not. <laughs> I mean, you right. got this, you got this white, this crazy white boy having going into depression and mental breakdowns every five seconds. Do you know Pete? Have you seen him on SNL? I, I only seen him in the pictures on the gram with this lady. Oh wow! And I'm like, that's who she's. Wait a minute. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I am confused. Like, you go. I mean, does this guy in, even have anything? Like, what is he about? Well, he's a comic. He's a comic, but it's not the kind of comedy that you're used to. It's it's like that punk, uh, jackass kind of comedy. Dark, it's, dark comedy. It's it's dark. It's slapstick. It's it's sometimes stuff that's not even that funny. I mean, Homeboy's 28. He's 28. He's coming off of stuff like Guy Code and Wildin' Out. And, mm. um, but he's been on SNL since 2014. So mm-hmm. needless okay. to say, he's got some kind of longevity. Okay. But dude's 28. 28. I mean, to be fair. Give it 30 days. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to put no limit on nobody's relationship. I'm just saying maybe Kim just needs a little relief. She just needs a break. She needs a break from the seriousness, from the drama, from the stress. You know, homeboy definitely not rocking no half a billion dollars. I mean, there's nothing really for us to do other than to talk about whatever we talking about. Talk about the air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we're not talking about no business. Right. You can't come to me with no business ideas. Well, I mean, but, she, you know. She, pre- she pretty much told him how she felt. I mean, for real. But once a, again, when you got two people, a that's, a, that's a serious power couple breakup, though. I mean, could you imagine if Jay-Z and Beyonce broke up right now? Mm. They kind of almost did, but they capitalized off of it with uh, Lemonade. Nah, Jay too smooth. That's what you think? I, that's what I think. <laughs> I think, think Jay, I think Jay Z is That's what kept them together. Jay Z is smooth. I think he was okay, too Okay, what about what about the whole thing? He said in the interview that his wife changed freaking time zones. She changed time zones, and he was like, "Damn, I got to figure this out." Homegirl done moved to a whole nother coast. <laughs> she ain't fucking with me. <laughs> she, <laughs> she not fucking with me. Let me figure this out. Word. Hey, listen, the way I see it, mm-hmm. Kanye is well within his rights. Okay. so That's how su- I see it. So you're supporting the shenanigans is what you're telling I'm me. I'm not supporting it, but I understand. <laughs> I totally understand. You you, you, you let a, a beautiful woman, woman get out of your, your sight. Mm-hmm. She left with your kids. Okay. And then to add insult to injury. <laughs> yeah. You right about that. <laughs> this is heartbreaking. This is heartbreaking for Kanye. I'm sorry. <laughs> he like, yo, I don't care what you do. 
Instagram, you're not paying me. I don't I don't give a I don't give a damn. Yeah, you're right. You're social media. Who who cares? Right. Face Facebook is not paying me. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, if this was you know what? This would not if they were regular people, this would not be a big deal. Cause this would be right. the usual Facebook back and forth subliminal message. Drama. Uh, drama on Facebook that people go on to see. Did you did you see what Keisha said right. about <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> about Tamar? Did you see see what Keisha said yesterday? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. All I'm waiting for the next thing I'm waiting for. You know what I'm waiting on the biblical um, the Bible verses to show up next. Oh, they might be coming. <laughs> they, might. they might be coming. I'm waiting for the Bible verses to pop up. Kind when when Kaya, um posts a Bible verse about the situation, I know for a fact it's that real. Yeah, that we in we in <laughs> DEFCON four, like it's about to be nuclear bombs going off. But uh, you know, speaking about celebrity and cultural impact, um, you was telling me about this thing about uh, James Brown. Yeah, nineteen sixty three. Yeah, James Brown went to Rikers Island, and they actually wanted him to come there to perform or talk to them. You know about because they, they were all on trial. These guys, these guys were uh, young guys. It was like sixteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. And um, what I never knew it, 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 it. So you know, you do your homework, you do your research, mm-hmm. and it's like yo, James Brown was actually an inspirational uh, artist. I mean, but we're talking. Okay, first off, let's 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 before you get into that Rikers, let's talk about James Brown for a second. Like, like, let's just really talk about James Brown for a second. Not only was homeboy dark skin, all right, mm-hmm. multi-millionaire in the 1960s, height of Jim Crow, height of segregation in America, owned his own private plane. I mean, this had to be the most hated nigga in America at one point. Of course, he was. He couldn't go to. He couldn't go to certain certain uh, uh, states or in towns and perform. Right, because you know he had he had the white he had the white, the white uh, people too. Oh, absolutely, heavily, heavily. Oh yeah, they love. I believe they probably loved him more than black people loved him. Oh my God, Not and too. I and I and I want to correct myself because that was nineteen seventy two. Okay, it was, it was on March sixteenth, nineteen seventy two. So, mm-hmm. so seventy two. That was that was some years back. But I mean, as far as celebrity responsibility, you know. When you have a certain public profile and you're able to impact people with your music and you feed, because essentially people in entertainment, they feed off of the notoriety, like we, like we just said, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you don't have eyes on you, nobody's paying attention, nobody's right. going to buy your music. Right. But how much does that require you to be responsible to have that kind of thought process? Like a lot of people I don't think are as aware as James Brown, James Brown's activism and how much he used his musical influence or his musical profile as an entertainer to like affect civic change. I don't think a lot of people even understand how big he was as an activist. James Brown was huge. And there was a there was a lot of um black entertainers mm-hmm. back in those days that were activists who connected with um people like Farrakhan and um mm-hmm. Malcolm, uh, Malcolm X, and uh, it was it was somebody else who Harry who, Belafonte. Yeah, Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte was also pretty big. Yeah, but here's the crazy part: Harry Belafonte, yo, them white folks loved them some Harry Belafonte. Okay, 
Loved him some Harry Belafonte. He was smooth. Did, did you hear his voice though? Yeah, he was yeah you're smooth, right. You're right. You're right. But, and you couldn't tell whether he was black or black or white. True. While listening to the radio till you see true, him. True, true. And you know, I mean, records was big, but I mean, who the only way I feel like the only way you could have listened to anybody was the radio back in the day. Oh yeah. Or or it. going to the movies. Because it was all white label. Right. Exactly. But so what what more about the so talk to me more about this Riker situation. Okay, so um So what? So when he went in, so when he went, so here I'm, I'm looking at something. He went in and spoke black power, black mm-hmm. empowerment to these youth, six from ages sixteen to twenty. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was more like just to uplift his people mm-hmm. and bring and you know let them know like listen, this this is this is not over. You're you're gonna go home. You're, you're gonna get out of here. Mm-hmm. And when you get out of here, I'll still be doing what I'm doing now, and you can come see me wherever. However, I'll be around. Because I feel like James Brown was, like, one of the biggest, biggest, what was he, a pop star? Yo, he was, he was, his music was R&B soul, but he was on the pop charts. He was on the pop charts. And that's why I even thought that, because it's like, yo, wasn't he one of the first, like, he was one of the first black entertainers that was on Billboard. Right. And not, not to mention... You know, then when the resurgence of hip hop, you know, he gets this whole new audience because his records are the first records to get sampled and really you I mean he's I think I think from what they say, he's the most sampled artist, you know, yes. in the industry at this point. Yeah. You know, his his stuff from the very from the very, you know, beginning of hip hop was like the first thing to be touched. You know, he's he's the godfather of funk, the godfather of soul. soul I mean, yeah. you know, but at this point, you looking at the artists today, do they still have that same kind of, do they have that same kind of energy when it comes to using where they are to influence what's going on socially? I believe, I believe, I believe mm-hmm. that society... And not on not just regular society. We're mm-hmm. talking like higher ups. I think they block that. I think they block. Cause as soon as you say something now, mm-hmm. you will automatically can't cancel. You can't you can't say certain things that like it, it, we are so. I think we're more censored now than we ever been. It, that's kind of crazy to me though. It is. That's kind of crazy to me because now women damn near got their entire bodies out on regular, you, you, you know, your, your standard television show. You know, you got full-on sex scenes on HBO with Games of Thrones. I mean, we really censoring what people got to say when it comes to, when it comes to discrimination or in, in any in any form, racism, um, the you know the conversation about transgender kids, especially minority tri- transgender kids, um, even I don't even know why we're still having a conversation about what women can do with their bodies. I don't even know why that's ever been a conversation. But I think you're right. We're still se- we're we're more censored, but that I think that's so crazy to me. That's insane to me, actually. I agree. I agree. Um... I was looking at something where they said so, it, 
it was something about the cancel culture. Um, Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a conversation with him and Nori. Mm-hmm. Where they were saying, like, listen, if you... You can't say anything now. They, you know, they, and, they, and they reference um, Whoopi Goldberg because of the color of her skin. Right. And there was another person that was, you know, the opposite um, race. And it was more like, oh, yeah. They was back on the show, like, in another week after they said whatever they said. Mm. Racially, racially oh, stirred oh, when up. She said, when she said that comment about Jewish Yes, people, yes. and they tried to make it like it was anti-Semitic when it wasn't. Right. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, they did it. They did it. Nick Cannon too. Yeah. I mean, are they always? Because okay, so I'm about to say something once again. <laughs> <laughs> once again, if it hits me later on, I'm gonna stand by it. First and foremost, Jewish people do not <laughs> control the narrative of oppression. <laughs> And and just because we've got Jewish, those who are Jewish in all of these places of power, especially in entertainment, they think they can control the narrative on oppression. Like, okay, we get it. World War II, understood. You know, concentration camps, understood. But that moment does not mean that you get to actually own the word oppression and then as soon as somebody makes a comment about it oh they're anti-semitic they're anti-semitic and then god forbid that person is black when the black narrative is far longer in years and we're talking about people who were displaced from from their original um country of origin origin, and they've lost all kind of contact to their actual heritage jewish people still jewish (laughs) right you know where you from. And, right. We got people over here who got lost culture. We got lost culture. Blacks in America have completely been disconnected from exactly where they're from. I can stand here as one of those people. I'm going to s- sit here and tell you I'm American because I can't tell you what actual country my my ancestors, my ancestors. Are, are from. I agree. That's crazy. I, I agree. I agree. And, and, and what, what makes that even more uh, crazy is that Jewish, the word, the ish, does not make them Jews. True. True. Because it's religion and an ethnicity. Right. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make them Jews. So. Well, we'll find out later whether or not this is going to kill the <laughs> kill the show or not. <laughs> we'll find out later. <laughs> So I mean, you know, this is American Rap Magazine, and uh, it would it would probably not be appropriate for us to get off of this without doing our doing our reviews and really kind of making sure that we tap in and check in with some of the latest stuff that came out. So I know that you took some time to listen to Little Dirk seventy two twenty. What well, Little Dirk. Little Dirk, 7220. So I threw the album on. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm Broadway Dollar. Okay. I like my 90s hip-hop. 
I like my early 2000s hip hop. Mm-hmm. I fuck with I fuck with Lil Dirt. Okay. Up until number seven. Oh shoot. I'm listening, and then it was like, yo, am I listening to the same record I listened to three minutes ago? Now his beats was fire. The beats was fire, but he sounded like he kept saying the same thing. And I don't have anything against Lil Dirk. I know that's y'all peoples. I know that's y'all peoples. But um, the hooks really wasn't there. And I don't know if that's what they do now. Okay, well, let's talk about it. All right, because Lil Dirk has had a buzz about him for a couple years now, right? And I think, I personally think when he did the track with Drake, it was the one that they shot at the um, Nike compound, mm-hmm. right? Um, which, mind you, I thought that video was fire. Um, I feel like that was like the moment where everybody was like, "Okay, I think, I think Lil Durk is next up, right?" Because Lil Baby, Gunna, even Future to a certain extent have been kind of really. I don't want to let me take Future out of it. Lil Gunna, Baby. Um, what's the other one? Tootsie. Um, just that kind of, that energy, that young generation has really been, um, uh, young boy. All of them have kind of been pushing this new wave of hip hop, right? But I think that moment is when everybody was like, okay, Little Dirk is definitely like the next guy up, right? Mm -hmm. So how long has it been since that track came out? Because he's done a lot of features since then, right? And now this album is supposed to be like it. Now, I'm looking at the track list. 7220 got 17 tracks. So in my opinion, I, I'm not sure if that was necessary because albums are shorter now, right? You don't need a 17, you know, 2022 track album anymore because you want to make sure that these singles pop off, right? Whereas Betty the Butcher only got a 12-track album, and that is a completely different era or or part of hip hop where you would expect him to probably produce something that was a little longer but i believe his album was only um 12 tracks so i think Benny the Butcher Yeah, Benny the Butcher. I think right now little dirt i think maybe you just maybe he just went too long. Maybe just too many tracks. Maybe we should have cut it off. I don't know if 7 is where i would cut it. I was riding. I was riding. I'm like, yo, this he got to he the hi- because the hype was crazy. I'm I mean, like, okay. The hype is going to be crazy. It's little dark. He is that. He's the guy. I'm like, okay. It started off dope, though. I was fucking with it. I was... F- little Dirk, I was fucking with it, little Dirk. Yeah, but 7 and is not even like... That's like a third in. You couldn't even like... Get- but I, I gave it. I gave it. I gave it. I gave it. It does not sound like it. I gave it. <laughs> it does not sound I like did. you gave it your all. I did. I, I gave him... Yo, I listened to your whole album, dog. How many times did you listen to it? I only needed one time to listen to it. <laughs> I only needed one time. I know good music when I hear it, and I'm telling you right now, I listened to it, and up until track seven, I was like, you lost me, dog. You lost me, man. Oh, man. Well, uh, let me tell you what Elliot Wilson, so everybody, you know Elliot Wilson, you know, um... He's, I think he's one of the speakers, uh, you know, for the culture as far as, you know, what's happening in music. Um, and he tweeted, uh, Little Dirk will score his first number one solo album this week 
at 70-20. 72-20 is on pace to unseat Encanto's eight-week run atop the album charts. Now, he's talking about the top Billboard 200. Now, Encanto is a daggone Disney soundtrack, first and foremost. <laughs> so we're going to unseat <laughs> Disney right now? <laughs> Lil Durk is... Elliot Wilson is talking some big talk. He's saying this hip-hop album is going to unseat Disney right now. Did you check? Did you check the Billboard charts this week? I did not. I did not. I'm I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check for both of us because if Little Dirk unseated Disney, you're gonna have to bow down and say that maybe you need to give this another listen. Number seven, you should have kept going. I kept going. Guess what? I heard the same beat. <laughs> Uncanto still at the top. (laughs) Uncanto still at the top. Really? Yeah. Okay. You can't unseat Disney. I think I think Elliot was talking that talk, but you're gonna unseat Disney though? He he thought the power of the tongue was gonna I the maybe the law of of attraction. (laughs) He spoke into the universe. I'm sorry. Disney got more money than the universe. (laughs) Got more money. My goodness. I mean you can't I mean that's just unreal. I mean, you know, I'm not down in the man's album. I mean, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of um, stamina Mm -hmm. to go this long and actually come out with an album because you care care about what your fans want. Mm -hmm. You care about what your fans listen to. Right. I was always asked, if you cannot hear yourself listening to this, don't put it out. Mm -hmm. So... Of course, I'm not his age either. So I I I like Little Dirk. I think I think I can listen to Little Dirk, but he's he is in that pocket. I like his energy. I love his energy. I I love what what he does when he's on somebody else's track. I think he gives this definitely this different feeling. I'm I'm I, I can say say I can say that I'm definitely somebody who's interested in listening to Little Dirk's music. I wouldn't say I'm 100 percent a fan. Because, you know, when I'm a fan, I'm all in. You know, I listen to everything. I'm, I'm watching your tour. I'm watching your tour uh, updates. <laughs> you know, um, you know, I'm just going to go on record right now. I'm a Tiana Taylor ride or die stand right now. So I'm not going to say I'm a fan yet. But I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on Little Dirk because I, I really think he can be in that little baby category. I feel like he could be on that level. Um, but, you know... We're going to see. We're going to see where it goes. I mean, he didn't unseat Encanto. So. Well, sorry, Elliot Wilson. <laughs> you missed that one. Well, I mean, it's Disney. We're just going to keep it there. <laughs> um, but uh, then uh, let me. Uh, so I I definitely came across Lobby Boy's Anthem. I know you're going to like that. Lobby Boy's Anthem. You Are you familiar with the Lobby Boys? Lobby Boys? No, I wasn't until. I found out it was there. I didn't even know they had a, it. Was this a it's, it's Jim Jones. It's Mano and Jim Jones. Okay. Speaking for New York. Okay. Right. Mano. And um, the I think you need to I think you need to play it. I think you need to play it. So you need to hear it and give me give me your first reactions to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as the city lit, you like. 
What I what I will say is this. Mano come with he came with me. I'm not mad at this man. Okay. Jim Jim kinda he he brings up the rear. Jim definitely definitely closes it out pretty good. And with that with that with that Jay-Z sample. Mm-hmm. Listen, they they put they sealed the deal on that one. Oh, okay. So now, now you all in. They they sealed the deal. You they all in because this is your music, though. This is your <laughs> this is your energy. This is your yo, lane. Yo, I need yo. you to give that same energy to my boy Dirk. I need Dirk, you to give that same energy. I love energy. you, Dirk. <laughs> I love you, Dirk. As soon as you know what you you got you got yourself. But this all is smoking. Twisted. This is smoking gun right here, though. Nah, you got yourself all twisted because of the sample. Needed, they only needed one. You heard what they only got the one song. They only needed one. Look, did you hear this? I heard it. I heard it. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> okay, and then they and then they put the young they put the young boy on the on the hook. They still gonna reach out. They put the young boy in they smart. That's a smart move. Absolutely. Smart move. And it's gully enough to keep people like you. It's hard. In that lane. <laughs> I mean, I knew you was gonna fall over it, but you, Woo! you know, you predictable on that situation. That's, that's a smoking gun. That's smoking right now. Oh, uh, come on. And I can tell Lobby you. Lobby boys, to... that was smoking right there. <laughs> I fucks with it. Half the people that's gonna listen to that is not even gonna make the Jay-Z connection. I mm. guarantee you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even going to make the Jay-Z connection. Oh, no, they won't. They won't. They won't. All right. Y'all, the beat is fire. Yeah, the beat is... Uh, they're going to think it's a... <laughs> Never mind. Let me not go there. Um, let's... Uh, okay, but I, here's the one I really want to talk about. Yeah, so what's the... What's the... What's the... the uh, Benny, Chuck with this guy. Benny the Benny, Butcher. Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. The Butcher's coming. Okay, so I, I personally... And I'm probably a little biased... Um, because, you know, my work with, um, you know, what I do with, uh, the web series that I work with, we don't work with them a couple of times already. So I'm mm -hmm. probably a little biased because I'm, now I'm a fan of Benny the Butcher. Okay. So I can say this. I'm a fan okay. of Benny the Butcher. I love what he's doing. It's a different kind of energy. The whole Griselda camp is fire. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as, you know, just they're just so solid and like and committed to their style. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that they're not trying to be like everybody else. They're not trying to just hit the trend and get up and go. And they have this niche core of fans that just won't quit, which I think is is the key to longevity in this game. Definitely. So, uh Tana Talk 4. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting because of the the tracklist. The tracklist is very interesting. I'm gonna hit you with something. I'm gonna hit you with um, because I know this is gonna get you talking. The uh the track list. So number, or is it number five? Ten more commandments. You heard this? With the cosign from Diddy on it. Whoa. Did you hear this? Whoa. Nah. Now nah. that make me want to listen to it though. Cause okay. I, they all, they all, every. So I was reading it. I was reading a tweet. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Twitter with this one. Mm -hmm. And I guess they were. Uh, they thought it was co some competition between him and Little Dirt on an album drop. Okay. 
the first week, the first week, uh, Benny's actually sold mm-hmm. seventy five hundred copies, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's nowadays is considered good. Um, but um, I know because a lot of people stream, so right. maybe it is. Um, and Benny replied with, "Listen, I have nothing. I have nothing against Little Dirk. It, mm-hmm. it, I guess that's just the way it happened." Now, well, as far as me listening to uh, mm-hmm. the album, I didn't get a chance to really review what he was doing. I just, you know, I just read a read a lot about it, and I'm like, okay. Well, that's that's what I'm here for. I'm here to bring the heat. Bring the heat. I'm here to bring the heat with the music. I'm here to I'm here to expose you to different things because you keep telling me <laughs> you keep you keep playing the same playlist <laughs> in your car. So I'm here to help expose you to more. And I think I think right here I think Betty the Butcher. I don't think if somebody else sells him, it's not gonna matter. I feel like him, West Side Gun. Even Conway the Machine, the whole camp, it's not going to matter if you outsell them. It's it's not because... They got a solid fan base. They got a solid fan base. Like, they don't really... As long as they continue to be authentic to their style, their energy, their code, as long as they continue to bring that same heat and they bring it at the quality that they've been bringing it at, there's no... There's no denying these guys, right? I feel like those who like ride the trend wave um, and ride what's happening now, you're gonna easily see like a bubble. It's gonna it's gonna pop eventually, and then and then you'll end up with the woulda shoulda couldas or the one hit wonders or, I mean, you know, remember uh, what's his name Trinidad James? Not gonna lie, like that song. But have we heard another Trinidad James hit since? Absolutely not. Not you know, and and I mean that was a couple years ago, but. Same thing. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, there's another guy, I think his name is 24K Golden. It's like, these guys are just riding the wave. They're riding what's making sense right now, but there's no longevity in these, in these moments. I agree. And so agree. Benny the Butcher, it, it doesn't matter if Little Dirk outsells them because they, they hip-hop, I don't though. think, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. Griselda, this is what they did. This is what they're, let me not say did. This is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Self-preservation. Oh, yeah. As an artist. You don't start at the top because there's nowhere to go. Right. They know what they're doing. hmm I agree with that. That's a beautiful... Uh, it's the slow uh, grind. It's the... It's, it's the, the slow sl- grind. It's the... It's the... It's the... It's the... It's the they're doing exactly what 90s icon rappers did. Mm-hmm. Nas, Jay, mm-hmm. Jay didn't start at the top. Nas didn't start at the top. We, they're taking that approach, and they, and they're doing a great, they're doing a great job at it. And not only that, mm-hmm. but these guys are reaching back, right? Doing doing records with Method Man, right? Raekwon, right? They, they they're very smart. Well, not guys. just well. Okay, now let's address that because on surface that might not seem like the smartest thing to do from a marketing standpoint to a certain extent because. Your biggest streamers are between the ages of 12 and 24. And I guarantee you most of those 12 to 24-year-olds don't know who Raekwon is. What it does do is it exposes them. It gives gives them that history. So it it gives them a lot of... I think you're right in the fact that it's smart because it gives them respect within the industry to honor those before. Absolutely. 
And because you've got a 16-year-old rapping Benny the Butcher's lyrics, like he's been on the corner as well, you have now the 16-year-old understanding, right? Because he's now a fan. They relate. They relate. So I, 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 I agree that it's smart. From a marketing standpoint, it doesn't push it forward. But from a, from a credibility standpoint, I think it does. Hip-hop. Yeah, I mean, bringing bring hip-hop back. But, you know, that phrase is very controversial. Bringing uh, hip-hop back. Bring it. It's a controversial topic. Everybody got their own way of talking about hip-hop. Uh, okay. Everybody. That's true. You telling me there wasn't no silly, stupid song back in Absolutely. 1995? Absolutely. <laughs> Laffy Taffy was terrible. <laughs> but it's so... Okay. It was hip-hop. It was fun hip-hop. Yeah. Did I like the record? I wouldn't have played that in my car, but it came on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, what's my boy who never who never succeeds on a rap battle? Who's my boy who never succeeds? What's his name? Oh, my God. What's his name? Never succeeds. He go Every rap battle, he gets clowned, and he swear he the best that ever did it. And he was an artist. Um, and Don't. he had a couple of oh, fudge. I cannot think of this guy's name. Oh my God. If I had my if I had my guy here, he would have told me exactly who I'm talking about. He knows who I'm talking about. Anyways, he had a couple of singles. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody listening to those singles anymore. <laughs> Ain't nobody listening to those singles. Dead in the water. Dead in the water. Um, but I, I like I like it. I think 10, uh, 10 more commandments is definitely gonna get people talking because it's a direct it's a direct um, commentary on so, Biggie. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead. Would you listen to Benny's Butch? Benny, you said you were a fan. I am a fan. So you're going to be critical about what he does. Okay. Yes, I'm a real fan. Okay. Okay, I'm you're a real be, fan. Right. Yeah. Would you listen to listen to it from beginning to end, without skipping the record? Yes. That's dope. In, you know, now I got to listen to it. In any any album that. Any any artist that I'm a fan of, I'm not going to stop, unlike some people, at the one listen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a two or a three. Mm-hmm. Cause I sometimes you know, you 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 running off of you running off of expectation from your last experience listening to them, right? And especially if you love the last thing that they did and they try something new, your first roundabout, you're not gonna give them a chance. You're you're not gonna give the newness a chance. Unless it's off rip fire. Right. Right? So, like, I'm definitely a Kanye West fan, which is probably why I'm supporting the shenanigans on <laughs> social media. Um, but when I gave Life of Pablo a first listen, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, Kanye. And I'm a huge Kanye fan. He threw you off. He threw me off because he did. He, he, he pivoted on me, right? So, after... After listen to, and I let that stuff sink in, it's like, okay, all right, I'm rocking with you. And I understand what you're doing. I under because now I'm 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 not just allowing myself to listen, I'm I'm allowing myself to understand the music on that second run. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 giving me it's giving me it's giving me the vibes that he's trying to send, right? So but Betty the Butcher, the Griselda, the whole Griselda camp, they're very consistent. In their style, so it's more about what they're saying on this one. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna tell you, 
I gotta get. I tried to get into the guy. I really did. Who? Benny the Butcher. Okay. I tried to get into him. Burden of Proof. Okay. I listened to that album. Yes. I didn't think that he was giving it his all. If he, from the direction that he was coming from. Okay. Because I felt like it was more like he was trying to prove what he was doing, what what he was about. Mm-hmm. And the way that I look at a hip-hop artist is like, if you about that, it's going to show. You really don't got to say, this is real. Like, it, he threw me off with that one. It's a real story. It threw me off with that one. And I'm not saying he's a bad... He's, he's not bad for saying it. Okay. I'm saying he had... He threw me off completely. Well, well, did he throw you off because he already had you? You already believed? I didn't. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it was with, with, with Benny the Butcher, I was like, bro, you about to disappoint me. Well, okay, so here's my counter question. Did Was that the first thing that you really listened to in its entirety from him? I did. Okay. I did. Okay, so then that's the issue. And that's, that's why the issue. I probably why I hesitated. Right, on you should have well. went back. So okay, so when I'm introduced to new artists, I always take okay. I listen to the one song that they're talking about. Whoever is recommending the song, yo, you gotta listen to such and such. Okay, and if I like it, right, then I go, all right. Well, let me see where you came from to get there. So, um, like Toby, I wasn't initially a Toby fan. I'm not even gonna try to say the last name. It starts with an N. I'm gonna I'm gonna hack it up, so I'm just not gonna say it. But That's everybody fine. knows who I'm talking about. Toby Toby's mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest independent artists out right now. He doesn't need a label for nothing, mm-hmm. right? Him and his wife Fats, his whole crew, they're they're amazing creatively, the art direction from top to bottom. But when I initially heard them, I wasn't really a fan because I was like, eh, I don't really get it, right? Then they finally hit me with a track that I that I was feeling, and I was like, okay, you got me. Let me go back. And so I went all the way back to his first project. And when I did that, I, I, I understood. Now, I, now I'm going to listen to this one. I'm going to listen. And I'm going to see how you got where I liked you. Right? And that's kind of how I like to discover artists. You know what I'm saying? But, 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 you, were true, but you were a true fan of hip-hop. I'm a true fan of music. I'm a true fan. I'm I'm gonna so, I wanna know it from the top to the bottom. Right. I wanna know who made that's, it. I wanna know who, yo, that crazy riff. I wanna know the musicians. I right. wanna I the, mean, and that's where I am with it. Mm-hmm. Because not only because I'm a hip hop artist and like whatever, music in itself gives mm-hmm. me I'm like, yo, I wanna know. And some I feel like these 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 the newer generation don't they don't they don't do that. But they're not students of the music. They're not students right. of it. They're they're it, consumers. They're true consumers. They're, true consumers. they're I, I think that we're they're, we're tainted. I got I think we have to be we have to be okay with the fact that we're going to know a little bit more than the average person because we care about one, because we're in the industry and we work within that industry. And then two, we love music. You know what I'm saying? Like music takes me everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And 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 not just that. Like I got to know. I can't step in a room and not know what Raekwon looks like and it's a it's a it's a Wu-Tang reunion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like how am how am I only going to know Method Man because he's on power? 
Right. <laughs> like I but, can't do but, that. But, but we but we have that right now. This mm-hmm. is where this is where this is where where we at with it. You didn't know Wu Tang Clan even existed until you seen Wu Saga. <laughs> right? That's true. But this is what these these this younger generation is doing. H and I C, I just got that album. Uh-huh. I had that album. Uh-huh. Rest in peace. Prodigy. Right. That was his first solo album. I'm a diehard Mob Deep fan. Okay, you sound like a stan, but continue. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> you sound like a straight stan, but continue. I, I'm just I know they I, I would never it will never be another Mob Deep album ever. Uh-huh. But that's what that so I get where where when you say you go back mm-hmm. to the very first right whatever yeah and like okay now I need to move up to see where it's at right because that's they had they they, they didn't catch me at juvenile hell they caught me with the infamous right exactly so I get it like I get it. and then I think I think like even I mean because I did that I even did that. You know, and I pride myself on like bumping into artists before they before everybody sees them on SNL. Like Lizzo, for instance. Like I was a Lizzo fan when she did a whole situation when she was like doing duet projects with like Caroline Smith. You know, and people people not even gonna understand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I I was before Truth Hurts. She had this whole thing called Bangers. It's not even on title anymore. Like you can't even look that up. You know what I'm saying? It's like you have to. If you're really going to understand an artist, you got to understand where they're coming from because the growth, it makes you appreciate where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it makes you appreciate what they're giving you right now. Like I think that's probably why, and I hate to bring it back. Well, I don't hate to because it's my guy. I'm going to bring it back to Ye. I, I liked Ye because he caught me off the rip with late registration. You know what I'm saying? And in that, and in that situation... I was able to actually grow with his music with him. So every time he came out, you know, I'm purchasing the album. I'm I'm truly a fan. I'm purchasing. I'm going to go to the store. I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to pick that CD up. I'm going to throw it in I'm going to throw it in the car. I'm going to leave it in the car for weeks on end until I know every word to every song. True. So True fan. True fan. True fan. But that's how Benny the Butcher fans are. Okay. But they're like OD, though. They're like super OD. Like You know why? Why? Because they don't hear stuff like that regularly. It's not in the airwaves. That's true. But I also so think he's more relatable. It's more real. Can you really, can you really identify? Okay, let me not use him. <laughs> I was going to say Little Nas X. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm talking about no the, disrespect I'm, to Nas X. I, I'm, I'm talking about the public. I mean, little Nas X is kind of, and not, I'm not talking about his sexual orientation, but he just kind of off the radar with where he's at. His music is relatable in the sense of what he's talking about, his emotions, but he's not. Re- he doesn't. He doesn't appear to be all the way relatable for people to be like, "Yo, I'm showing up. I'm waiting outside in the rain." But I've seen Benny the Butcher fans do that. Like I've seen them wait outside for hours on end, and then I've seen, um, I've seen like people from the Griselda camp, like dap everybody up and give everybody respect and really take the time to like connect with their with, with their fans with their fans. That's beautiful. 
You know what I'm saying? So so that's why I think the energy is just so much different with everybody over there. Mm-hmm. Benny the Butcher, and and we we don't I, I we don't even want to stop with him. Mm-hmm. Um, the Griselda Camp period. Mm-hmm. Um, they wowed me because I didn't realize it, that a newer um, entity mm-hmm. would bring hip hop back to its to its roots. Okay, where you had to be. I don't know if these guys really lit. You had to t- talk that talk mm-hmm. to get the respect that you deserve or you wanted that you were looking for in 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 this in this whole music thing. Mm-hmm. So like I said, when they you I thought Nas was going to bring it back. And when he dropped his three albums in the last year and a half. I, those albums were kind of fired. Though. Smoking. Yeah. Magic was smoking. I was like, "Whoa, King's Disease was King's Disease was Grammy." Two? Yeah. Two. I like two. two. I like two too. I like two. I it like was, two better it, than one. Oh, but I like both of them. Hit Boy did his thing on all oh, the albums. Oh yeah, he killed it. And I felt like Nas, even though he's Nas, he came with wanting to put himself with the younger generation because of certain flows and certain songs that he had. I don't. I don't agree. I do. I think. I, I, I think. And, and, I think and, and Hit Boy did that for him. What I, what I and that's what that what, too. I, what, I, it may not have been his his idea. Well, no. Here's my thought. So to to comment on that, I think he allowed Hit Boy to create a foundation, a platform for him to showcase who Nas is to somebody new. I think it's just Nas upgraded. I don't think it's Nas, and I don't mean upgraded as in better. I mean upgraded as in, hey, this is Nas 2022. Right. I'm going to do something new for you. But still be me. But still be Nas. Right. Nasir Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Fabio, the, the joint with Spicy, that's one of my favorite Smoke. tracks. That's one of Love my favorite record. tracks. Love that right. Where I can see where you're saying he might he, adopt a little bit, but he, it was fire. He put, I know, he put it in there. I was like, ooh. And then, and then, the then he did with the, the record with, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Foreign. That's the same guy, Fabio Foreign. Fabio Foreign, there you go. Yeah, that same guy. I'm going to need... Little, we go, tongue twister. Yeah, no, we just got to get you updated. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> we just got to get you updated. You, you know what it is? Because, uh, uh, to be honest, I don't listen to these, some of these guys. And, I, and, and, the, and, the, and the reason why is because I do not relate to their, to their, to their, to their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know? That's understandable. And, 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 that's why, and that's why I give certain people a chance, uh, like, like Benny the Butcher. And that's why I said, you know, bring it back to Griselda. I'm like, yo, listen. They took a chance because we're in a world now where, well, it, right here in America, where the everything changes so faster than any other country, right? And that's including hip hop. So this, so in from China or wherever these other countries, these were all our music sales is coming from now. True. True. And they, t- I feel like they took a chance. Those guys, those guys are fucking great. Well, the longevity of music once once you get it to circulate in America, um, if it like we got Nicki Minaj records still circulating internationally, internationally, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, once you get to a certain level, 
you know, you can you can stretch the lifeline of any track. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I especially if it's that good or if people really buy into the brand. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like Nas, just to bring it back to Nas, I think you're right. Nas was supposed to. And I think he kind of did with that Grammy win. I think the Grammy win went, a part of me kind of felt like it was Grammy saying, ah, we should have gave it to you a long time ago. You, you, but you deserved it. We, we're giving it to you now. Like, I kind of felt like they was kind of okie-dokie with it. Like, now nah, y'all know that should have been on several albums ago, though, right? <laughs> and um, it's kind of like uh, Denzel Washington's Academy Award for Training Day when you knew you should have gave it to him for X. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mess like that, you know? Yeah. So I feel like, but King's Disease, but then I listened to it, it was that good. It was. It was, it was that good. It was fucking great. And this and this is where that's and this is where I felt like hip hop is back. Hip hop is and I'm not downing whatever you guys is listening to right now, but I like the I like to hear the story. Mm-hmm. I like to hear the story. I like to people I like to hear the artists tell the story. And this is what these new artists need to understand as well. Benny the Butcher got a story. Griselda got a story. Mm-hmm. Nas had a story. Jay had a story. Wu Tang had a story. If you didn't have a story, you really wasn't doing much. Okay, but I mean, can a rich kid have a story too? Absolutely. Because it feels like absolutely a lot of these stories they feel similar, you know, to a certain extent. I agree because I've I've heard I've heard I've heard a couple guys. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and, and that was, you know, that was part of the culture, mm-hmm. and didn't didn't have our color skin. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm yeah, just saying. I, I mean, I mean, I get you, I get you. because you, know, you know, they 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 grew up in hoods too, or maybe they, they was in the in the suburbs, Absolutely. and and never their mom and dad was never home, and I mean, but you know what, that kind of culture is, whatever. but you know what that is, that's the that's the that's the Juice World storyline, that's the uh, X X X. Tension, you know, I can't, I still can't say his name. Um, that's the emo, it. that's the emo world, right? You know, where it's all about your feelings and, yeah. and 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 it's more, it's not, it's less about circumstance and what you're going through, but going through in a sense of like what's happening around you. It's about how do I deal with these e- internal emotions? How do I deal with the feeling of depression or rejection or this and that? And then it's kind of on this other level. So you know. Maybe that's why, you know, people relate to all different kinds of things. Absolutely. But Benny the Butcher. I, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, if we had a we don't have a rating system yet because it's the first show, but we're gonna come up <laughs> with a rating system. We, and and uh and uh when we do, we'll we'll definitely rate. But I, I I liked it. I thought I thought this is definitely this is definitely riding music. This is definitely roll your windows down bump it bump the bass mm. do all of that mm. be real obnoxious in suburban neighborhood kind of music scare somebody kind of music because the bass is too loud it's definitely on that level and um before we jump off to our last review i i i would be a i would be messed up if i didn't mention the j cole feature at the top of the album at the can, top can, of the can, album. Can I, can, can I, okay. Go ahead. Benny the Butcher 
You're awesome, dude. But when I heard J. Cole, and I did listen to that record, when I heard J. Cole, I thought you probably should go back and do your verse over, son. Oof. That's a hundred right there. And I probably, I, I, because you're an artist, you should have known that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it, was it, what was the line? The line. Yo, Cole went the, crazy. The J. Cole feature line? Uh, that might have been it. That might have been it to like. He, he but they put, weren't in competition. Nah, it was not. They weren't in competition. But, but it was, listen, hip hop is friendly competition. Uh, true. Okay, we 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 gonna listen, and I'm and I'm sure they wasn't in two the, the same studio doing that. I'm sure I'm sure that wasn't the case. But here's what here's what I will say. So what, Col- wait 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 no 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 don't say what you about to say. So what you <laughs> no nah, let's go back to that. So what you saying? If they was in the same room, that energy would have been different. I think so. Okay, so you over here predicting what's happening in people's I, studios? I th- I think so. So you gonna go out there? It's friendly, com- it's friendly competition. All right. But you telling you me the, he didn't listen to the verse before it was put on the daggone the, the the single? Who knows who verse went on first? We don't know that. Ah, uh, come on, man. I, I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm not going to speak on that. I'm not a musician. <laughs> I'm somebody behind the scenes. I do content. I do production, stuff like that. I don't do, I'm not part of that kind of creative game. Oh, my God. I understand the friendly competition because oh that exists God. in all artistic spaces, but Absolutely. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not even going to touch that one. Okay, well. But you said it, not me. That's so, okay. So It's okay. For whoever's listening, it's on that side of the podcast, <laughs> not my side of the podcast. Um, all right, so I, I had to bring that up. But last but not least, uh, on, on reviews, um, I, I need to talk. About Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. I have to talk about Megan the Stallion. So I know that you don't always listen, especially to this, uh, you know, some of this raunchy stuff, unless it's in the, you know, in a certain kind of space. So I had to, you know, bring this up. So it's called Sweetest Pie. It's a single that she just released mm-hmm. with international pop star Dua Lipa. Now, mm-hmm. once again, I'm a fan of all music. I am a huge Dua Lipa fan. Love Dua Lipa. I've been listening to her for the last couple of years. Um, and what's crazy is she only got two albums. And Homegirl's like international, insane megastar. Okay. Not necessarily here so much. Her her tracks are on the top, um, on the pop charts, but definitely in Europe, definitely international, right? So she puts Dua Lipa on the hook. And she does a couple of little things to it, but it's it it's not a hip-hop record. Broadway, this is not a hip-hop record. This is a pop record. I, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to say, I'm going to put this out here. I think she's following the Nicki Minaj blueprint. Nicki Minaj did super bass and mm-hmm. she announced to the world, I'm a pop star. I'm not just a rapper. I'm a pop star. Now, we're not talking about the Nicki Minaj now who's trying to, you know, who had the the whole the whole beef for Cardi B, who's the better female rapper. We're talking about Nicki Minaj, queen of, um, you know, young money, saying I'm an international pop star, super bass. You remember this. This is 2010, Boom. super bass, super annoying, super annoying song. Probably one of the most annoying songs I've ever heard. Probably. But after three weeks 
of not being able to escape the song, I'm gonna right. admit that I knew the words. Right. <laughs> they, they, they control your mind. They control your mind. And then you watch the video and you're still not impressed, but you're singing all the damn words. I'm not saying Sweetest Pie is a bad song. I'm just saying this is the moment Megan Thee Stallion's definitely announcing her pop stardom. Okay. That's that's where I'm laying it. This is my so, prediction. So, I'm going to say this. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> she tried it, but it's not. Uh, the song is not bad. It's not bad. But it's not the time. Wait, what? Why would you say that? It's not the time. She coming off a hot Grammy wins. Why not? Why not not make the transition? It's not the time. Ain't nobody else doing it. You know why? Because Cardi B already did it. Everybody's following that same blueprint. I get it. Cardi B did it with the Bruno Mars track, and that was undeniable. But listen to who you just said it was with. (sighs) Bruno Mars. Not only that, this man makes great music. Now, I'm not saying do or leave it, don't. What I'm saying is this. They also had the cheat code with Please Me. They had the cheat code. Bruno Mars yeah, okay. is Bruno Mars. I mean, but you... And he's going to take you there. But you you talking from a straight American... Straight American glasses right now. You you talking from an American cup. Okay? You're, you're, not, you're not living over there overseas. I'm telling you. You guys are missing this one. Everybody who's, who disagrees with me, you're missing it. You're missing so the you moment. Think, you think you think this is it? I think this is the I think this is the moment. Who? How you? First off, who's pulling Dua Lipa? Who is pulling her? The last person. Now, mind you, she was at uh, what was it? The Grammys last year, mm-hmm. and before the baby got total can, totally canceled, <laughs> the baby was featured on her track, mm. right? And so that I think that was kind of the just to tell us black folks. Hey, Dua Lipa is somebody that we need to pay attention to because the baby was the moment for us to pay attention to her. Mind you, I've been listening to her for the last couple of years. But, you know, that was to tell all the black people, hey, Dua Lipa is something that y'all need to pay attention to because pop wow. pop tracks have already, pop the pop billboards have already, the pop charts have already been playing her music. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm telling you, Bruno Mars is too busy living his life in the 70s with, with, Anderson Pop, he don't got time to help nobody come up on the pop. <laughs> he don't got no. He don't got well, time to put more people on his pop train. Well, now that you say that, uh huh. Sixty-seven million monthly listeners. Megan Thee Stallion, she, she may have it. I, I'm telling I, you, but I just don't like the content. Well, the 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 video, I think the video was too much it was doing too much it was extra for no reason it was it was trying to i will say this the video i mean the budget on this video probably put it probably was in the millions okay because the cgi attempts were in insane right and it for me it just wasn't as well done as doja cat and SZA. like it wasn't as well done as that you know what i'm saying so it, it was a lot going on to try to sell a certain kind of energy, a certain kind of message with the video. I wasn't a fan of the video too much. It was just too much going on. They didn't need to do all of that. But I, I get what they're trying to do. Once you see the video, you'll understand what I'm saying. This is not... I mean, she's still showing her behind. She's still got a, she got a behind everywhere, popping everywhere. She's she totally showing off the body. 
but this is the pop moment. Okay, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. And it, I, I don't know if you can answer this question, but I'm asking. Okay. Does she do it like how Nikki did it? Did she do it like how Kim did it? Did she do it like how which uh, Cardi which, B did it? Which did it are you talking Showing about? Showing her though? ass. Showing her ass. Like, did she do it like that? Okay. But, okay. So, this is where I... So, I need to remind you there's different ass moments. Okay. All right. <laughs> there's there's different right. ass moments. There's... Okay. I'm going to bring it back to the to the little Kim squat... The, the, the very same picture that Nicki Minaj... Copied Copy. when she came on the scene, right? Gotcha. Okay. That's straight hip-hop, ratchet, I'm sexy as hell energy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm nasty, okay? Word. All right. Nikki completes the look, gets the colored wigs. Her Barbie-ass moment is completely different right. than her little Kim-ass moment. That, and that's what I'm saying, so okay? she had to switch it up. Now, wait. Nicki Minaj's pop-ass moment... Super bass and beyond, completely different. Right. Megan the Stallion gives you ratchet, hip hop ass, but I'm a pop star energy. <laughs> mm. Don't look at me like that, bro. I'm telling you. All I'm saying, watch the daggone video. All I'm saying is this. You saying it's not it? The. C- Maybe I need to listen to it again. I'm done with you with this one-time listen <laughs> business. I'm Maybe done. I'm be, done with you I, with this. Because I'm like, listen, man. I, and I'm not saying Megan Thee Stallion is not a great artist. I think that she needs to do another one of these. Okay. So let me point out, Super Bass came out, annoyed the hell out of everybody. And then Nicki Minaj did Starships. So you might be right, because Starships went crazy. See what I'm saying? But look But she's she... not Nikki. Okay, but nobody's Nikki. That's what I'm about to say. She's Megan the Stallion. But so... Megan the Stallion could be Megan the Stallion. And and that's it. In a year. Like it might be saying we might be saying this a year from now, we might be saying, well, nobody's Megan the Stallion. Cause right now she's still, you know, I'm a savage. <laughs> you know, she's still on that energy, she, which is not bad. No, it's not. Because I'm a savage, pay but, a lot of bills. But I'm sure it does. L- listen, and I'm 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 gonna bring it back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just just fill me on this one. Mm-hmm. Kim came in with big, mm-hmm. right? Little Kim connected with the hood. Absolutely. And she brought you higher mm-hmm. and higher. La Bella Mafia. Okay. Smoking. She had a little girl rapping up there. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Mm-hmm. And guess, how, guess who else she had up there? Oh. 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Lost Boys. Okay. Smoking, right? Mm-hmm. And Kim, because where she was, she didn't have to do the things that these artists now would do, these female rapper artists are doing now. Because she was who she was. So her name carried her. So do you think that Megan Thee Stallion name carries her to, to, to be a super pop star? I mean, let's let's be honest here. <sighs> Come on. I, I, I mean, 
I mean, we was just on ass moments. And I think <laughs> I think the only thing you need to be a pop star is the look, the hook, and that's really all you need. That may be a, that may be the issue. The look and the hook. And that's all you really need. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking longevity. I, I mean, I kind of am, but, but you that's want a, to. You want to. <laughs> you want to. I want to because she's making a play. This play right here is saying I'm more than I'm a savage because to, arguably that's still her biggest record. She's saying I'm more than that record. I'm more than just booty popping. Even though the booty is popping in this video, I'm more than that. You know what I'm saying? She's trying to make a play for I'm an I'm a real artist. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. She's she's trying to break away because you know um what's her name? Erica Banks try to have this fugazi beef with her because she had you know that TikTok track popping for a little bit, and now your eyes are telling me you don't even know who Erica Banks is. You know that's a reach. But but that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. But though that's the level where somebody like Erica Banks thinks that she can actually go toe to toe with somebody who's Grammy nominated. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And 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 there's a reason why she's in that space. I right. mean, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not gonna get into the sacrifice of publicity and Tory Lanez. I'm not gonna go there. I'm just saying, there's a moment as a female rapper. And I, and I hate to put gender to it, but I have to. Of course. I have to. There's a moment at a female rapper where, you're ha where you have to say, am I going to stay in this space? Or am I going to broaden my horizons to become a bigger star? And what I'm saying is Nicki Minaj understood that and made that jump and it worked. And she became an international pop star. Because you got people in Japan who don't even speak English like that saying all Sing the words to her exactly. songs. Exactly. Cardi B, who probably had the most incredibly effective two-year campaign in her career mm -hmm. to put her where she's at. Right. I ain't never seen nobody rise like that. Yo, fast. Fast. But every move was so incredible. Precise. It was, it was it was insane. And she had a moment where she had to decide, am I going to be a mid-level female rapper just talking about sex? Or am I going to make that moment to become an international star? What I'm saying is, Megan Thee Stallion, what else are you going to do? You know, one Grammys for the booty rap. Are, is this all we're doing? And I think people are ask, were asking those questions. And that's why this had to happen. Once again, not a fan of the video. But I'm telling you this is the moment. I'm telling you you're, you're going to hear more of this kind of stuff from her. She's going to be in a whole different stratosphere by the end of 2022. Okay. I'm, I'm selling I, this. I, I'm selling I, this hard. And I'm seeing your face. I I'm want, getting I no want, energy I want to believe <laughs> I'm this. I'm getting no energy. I really want to believe this. I nah, really do. You're so in it, disbelief, you're, you know but what? it's okay. No, I'm not. End I, of 2022. I, I, I'm just going to sit back and wait I'm for gonna, you to bring I'm, it up. I'm going to root for hip-hop. I'm going to root for this. I'm going to root for 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 her actually making it to that right. to that to that that whole plat 
plateau where she's just standing on top of the world and she's Megan Thee Stallion and there's nothing that she's going to be able to do that's going to bring her down or make her career exactly. plummet. Because Cardi B is in that space. You can't do nothing to her. Yo, Cardi B can't she's really do nothing wrong. But uh, the energy with Cardi B is, I don't really give a fuck. Exactly. So you can't take nothing away from her. She's not going to lose anything. Mm-hmm. You know? So, well, yeah. you also can't because the plaques don't lie on her. Right. And we're still rocking off of that, that <laughs> <laughs> invasion of privacy. I mean, invasion of privacy still go hard on my car. So, Whew. invasion of privacy was hard. So, I mean. That's, her, that's, that's, that's the one. That's her one. That's definitely. I'm waiting for the next one. But I think she's taking her time. She don't need to. She's Erica Badu in the game right now. Mm-hmm. She's going to make us wait a couple years. Yeah. yeah. So, where we at? American Rap Magazine. Broadway Dollar. This is Miss Outlaw. 